Hi, I'm Hannah Sparrow. As a behavior analyst, I'm here to connect the science of behavior to everyday life. Join me as I reveal the secrets of why we do what we do and give you tools for how to change habits. Hi, I'm so glad you're back. Last time we talked about the theory behind boundaries and setting boundaries. And I know that I'm, I'm reaching out to parents because parents, we need all the help we can get. Who knows what they're doing? None of us know what we're doing. We're parents. How are we left alone unsupervised as the trend is going around on TikTok? <laughs> oh, the joys of life, setting boundaries. I struggle with this personally. So I'm kind of talking to the crowd here. Maybe, maybe, We'll use some of my examples. So setting boundaries to have my kids change their behaviors. I mean, there's a lot of different situations we could come here. Let's talk about cleaning up the house. Yeah, I don't like messes. I hate looking for things so badly that I specifically purge the house so I can avoid having to look for things. So how does this apply to boundaries? Well, boundaries in the sense of if I'm going to have a clean house, I have to work on myself because I also make a mess. I, I, I made a mess for years and I didn't want to look back and live like that. And I was like, screw it. We're going to change it now. <laughs> Usually I make life changes like this during dramatic moments of time. <laughs> And I was willing to be uncomfortable because who likes picking things up right away? It's not fun. But I set a boundary with myself of I'm only going to let it get so dirty. I'm only going to let this happen. But I did a lot of other things too. But now I got to teach this to my daughter and she, she goes off task and you could call this something else. You could say that this is not a boundary, but it's a boundary for myself. I'm not going to let myself engage in a certain action or only within certain parameters. How do I get my kid to clean? I I need to help her be uncomfortable with the dis with the uncomfortable. And just to be honest, this topic is actually really hard to talk about because it's something I continue to struggle with and I'm sure a lot of other parents do. And you know, let's scratch the idea of teaching to clean. Let's talk about telling someone no and standing up for yourself as a parent. Do you let your child complain and stomp and yell and you just don't want, you feel like you're being run over by that. It's very uncomfortable, but it's also more uncomfortable to confront that. And we were talking before, some people are more comfortable with that confrontation. I know some parents, there's, there's different parenting styles and you can see how much they set boundaries for themselves. If you see, so I've seen some parents, they will express frustration that their kids are whining all the time and misbehaving all the time. They're like, I don't know what to do and we should just take a break. And is that giving you your values? Are you living them out and demonstrating them? Because it's not what you talk about. It's what you do that your kids are going to pick up on. I hear other parents are like, I am the authority. You're going to do what I say. And they're going to set very firm yelling rules. That works with some people, but not everybody has the capacity to say, I don't care that you're upset. This needs to happen. And that would be like a boundary you need to do this or this has to happen. It's almost in a sense, an invisible wall of like, this is the expectation. You either need to meet the standard or stay within it. However, the boundary, it's a wall. Hence it's called a boundary, but it's invisible. And they're really uncomfortable when you're not good at making them. So kudos to those can be like, forget it. You all are doing dumb things. Like you just go do your dumb things. I'm, I'm not gonna participate. This is not part of it. And as a parent, we don't always take that perspective to our kids. 
Sure, you can pitch a fit and scream, but you're not gonna get the tablet. I'm sorry. It's just not gonna happen. In my house, and maybe some other parents who don't feel like they can set boundaries, maybe maybe you've gone through divorce as well. Divorce is a big one of, you're having to change your habits with somebody you were connected with for likely a long time. And one of you may not have boundaries and always gave in to the other person. You lost yourself. Well, when you're parenting, well, now you've put yourself and your kids through trauma when you go through divorce because sometimes it just has to happen. It's just, it needs to happen. To develop the ability to say no, you might not be able to do it right away and everyone's gonna have an opinion that, oh, you should stand up for yourself. Oh, you should go after the other person. I don't go after another person or do that kind of thing. I'm like, karma can go find them. <laughs> if someone does something wrong, karma will find you. <laughs> whoever the situation is. Just because you see the need for a boundary doesn't mean the other person does. And the person that is not really good at the boundary, they might take a little while to learn how to stand up for themselves because standing up for themselves is so vague. If you wanna look at the behaviors, if you're trying to change, developing a boundary is learning to communicate in a different way that is very uncomfortable. It could be as simple as asking for something you want. Like if you're going through custody, you're, you're like, I would like to have at least 50% right, of custody or whatever it is, or I would like to have child support. Some people don't have the strength and know-how to actually ask for that. And I always see in divorcees, somebody did not advocate for themselves. And you can see it in their demeanor and how they talk. And I don't think it means you have to get into a big argument. It means ask for it. And if it hits your values all the way through, don't just give in. I think the opposite of a boundary is giving in, which obviously makes sense. And we do that with our kids when we don't want them to cry or be upset. I have a boundary issue with the, <laughs> the Uncrustables with my two-year-old. He could eat a whole box in a day. And I avoided the conflict so much that I didn't want to tell him no because I didn't want to deal with another teen because when you set boundaries, you deal with the repercussions from the other person. You have to be willing to go through it. And when I'm in the middle of a work day, working from home with a two-year-old, telling him no and having him scream in the background for the next 30 minutes is not really what I want to do. So I have a system of like, the box just runs out and refills magically overnight. <laughs> That's how I avoid it because I don't want to have to say no and set boundaries all day, every day. We often avoid them because they're uncomfortable, but then again, some of us are really good at having boundaries. And I, I feel like this episode maybe doesn't give you enough answers on how to develop boundaries, but hopefully you can take the concept of there's different behaviors that show you are advocating for yourself. That's what a boundary is. You're advocating for yourself or the other person. But some people have the ability to withstand the repercussions from the other people more easily. And I don't think it's for any of us to judge somebody on their own life journey in developing boundaries. And I think it depends on the situation, which you need for like which habits would be most helpful. So reach out, let me know if you're like, hey, I have a hard time with boundaries, let's talk. Be more than happy to see if there's anything I can do to support you on your life journey. And hopefully this wasn't confusing <laughs> because there's not just one way of learning to set a boundary. It's gonna depend on your life circumstances and where your strengths and weaknesses already exist in order to figure out how and when, and how to gradually grow your skill in setting boundaries so you can take care of you to live the life that you want. 
Thanks for listening to Sparrow. Listen again on Mondays and Fridays for more Behavior Talk. And in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And you can follow me on my socials at Sparrow and HannahSparrow.org. But the most important is I would love to hear your messages because I want to hear what topics you want talked about.